Thanks for taking the time to listen to this NHS Employers podcast. For all the latest NHS HR workforce information, visit www.nhsemployers.org. Hello, welcome to the podcast. I'm Paul Taylor from NHS Employers. If you're new to the podcast, all you need to know about is that we record it live in one take. Uh, It's never edited and we aim to do it in under 10 minutes. And our Dudecast is a monthly podcast that flags up things you might have missed, gives you a heads up on things that are happening now and things that are coming up in the world of OD. Uh, But today is extra special because we're here with 50 of our closest friends. Say hello, everyone. (laughs) This is terrifying. 50 of our closest friends who've come together to share some progress on some great OD projects that we're working on together. Uh, And we also have a very special guest with us today. But we'll start with some uh, introductions of who's around the table. Let's start with Lisa. Hello, I'm Lisa Ratkin. I'm the programme lead for DuoD. Thanks, Lisa. And Steph. Hi, I'm Steph Foley. I'm the programme officer for DuoD. Scott's with us today from Com. Say hello, Scott. Hi there. I'm doing the recording today. Thanks, Scott. Hi, Karen. Karen Dumain from the Leadership Academy. Fab. And we have a special guest with us, Mian Chung Judge. Would you like to just say hello? Hi. Thank you. <laughs> we'll come back to you later. Uh, so we're going to start with our regular In Case You Missed It slot with Steph. Hi. Um, well, it's been a really busy month because we've been organising this event. We've got 50 people in a row staring at us right now, so I'm just not going to make eye contact with anyone. Um, we've had loads of highlights this month. Uh, we had an OD superstar. We had our February OD superstar, and that was Kath Heaney from Frimley Park, who's actually here today. She's gone a bit red over in the corner. I think we should give Kath a round of applause as our superstar. Well done, Kath. Uh, you can read all about Kath's work um, and she's answered some of our questions as well. That's on our website. Um, you can read all about their excellent Tools for Change project at Frimley Park. Um, we've got a new superstar coming next month. We'll reveal that very soon. Um, we've also published a guest blog by Sandy Hastelo, who is also here today. Um, it was called How to Win the Generation Game and it was all about talent management across all the different generations. So, you know, whether you're a Generation X or a Generation Y or a baby boomer or the new ones. I can't remember what they're called, the new ones, but they apparently never talk to anybody because they're just always on their iPads. So <laughs> there's, uh, there's ways to look at how to um, manage them and their talent so that your team are nice and cohesive. And uh, we had really good feedback from that, so please check that out on our website. I think that's everything for now. Brilliant, thank you. I think we should just give Sandy a round of applause as well. It was a great article. (laughs) Sandy contributed it to us and we were very grateful for that. Uh, Now we've also just started a really exciting piece of work with clinical commissioning groups, which I'm going to hand over to Lisa to talk to you about. Okay, thank you, Paul. Wow, this is a really strange experience. So not (laughs) only are we recording this podcast live and unedited, we also are doing it in front of 50 people. So that's quite scary, really. but fun at the same time. So just by means of a really quick update, I think as Paul said, we've recently started doing a piece of work where we're looking at CCGs and uh, developing tools and resources to help them develop their OD uh, capability. So we recently put out a message asking for people from CCGs to come and help us um, and work with us on that piece of work. And we've been absolutely overwhelmed by the amount of people who've stepped forward. I think we've had over 30 expressions of interest, which is fantastic. So we've asked Marianne King, who's the head of HR at Somerset CCG, who's there with us today, (laughs) hi Marianne, um, to take the lead um, in this particular group. 
and we'll be testing out some ideas with them in the coming weeks. And this piece of work is also going to be linked quite closely to the diagnostics project, which Richard Frenchlow is leading on. So that'll be a really good link to make between uh, Do OD and the wider OD agenda. So over the next month or so, uh, we'll have lots of tools and resources that will be appearing on our website. So we just encourage everybody to check those out. Thank you. Brilliant. Thank you, Lisa. OK, we're going to hand over to Karen now, who's going to talk to you about a very exciting bit of work that we're doing on culture change and also an update from the Leadership Academy. We're really pleased to be working with 10 NHS trusts on a project that came out of the Francis response. And this is um, looking at how organisations can create the conditions for culture change. So we're working with five organisations who have done some great work on this already and five who are starting their journey. And by the summer we'll have some results to share with the wider community. Um, some of the beacons and some of the pilots are here today. Uh, we also just want to say thanks to all the 10 trusts for their enthusiasm. And there's already some interesting stuff coming out. Um, and look out on the website because we'll be regularly updating and through the community. Um, from the Academy, um, thanks for everyone who might have visited the Leadership Experiential NHS Expo in March, and we're going to run this again, so look out for that. And also, some of you might have heard for the Leadership Academy new Frontline Leadership Programme, which is supporting nurses and midwives. So applications are open now, and for any more information and support on leadership, do visit the Academy website and also through our regional leadership partners. Fab. Thanks, Karen. Uh, so today, extra special because we have a very special guest with us. Uh, our first guest on Dudecast. You have the privilege of being our first ever guest. Thank and we're you. delighted to have you here. Uh, Mian Chung Judge has literally written the book on organisational development. And uh, I'd just like everyone here to give a big round of applause to Mian for being here today. <laughs> Thank you. So can I ask you just to introduce yourself, Mian, for people who may not have come across your work? Um, my main job is hang around the corridor and spit at uh, client, <laughs> and that really is the role of OD. Uh, we kind of hang around the system, know what's going on, and then whenever we could, we ask an evocative question to help the system to rethink about the way they think. Um, yes, that's who I am. Thank you very much. Now we've taken the opportunity to get four evocative questions for you today, which we're going to ask you uh, to spend a bit of time on. Um, now I think we probably have about five minutes left, so we're calling this section A Minute with Me Yan. Uh, you have about a minute on each question, it's going to be a bit rapid fire. And uh, we're going to start with, what's your definition of OD? Well, if you switch the two words around, two syllables around, OD is about developing organisation in a systemic way or in this very rapid cycle in a, in a rapid way so that its constituency will benefit from the organization working effectiveness and the staff within it actually can continue to give their best. And so it requires a kind of intentional way of looking at structure, system, process, human capital, relationship with the outside world and all those things. And it needs a very intentional focus and its key reference point is its strategic ambition. Brilliant, thank you. Uh, so a couple of questions about the context that we work in, because obviously globally we're in challenging financial times, and certainly in the NHS we, we absolutely feel that. What key messages do you think that OD practitioners can provide to the board and to our organisations in terms of contributing to helping us within those constraints? I have an article in the CIPD magazine, um, not uh, the one that for the senior HR people quite a few years ago, 
that in a financial restricted time, OD is the savior because we believe wisdom exists at all level. System can itself solve its own problem if it makes sense to all the party. If we bring the whole system in a room to help them to see the whole picture, people can actually fix their systems. So the, the OD approach is seldom rely on external consultant. And if you do, you use them as a shadow consultant and you do instant capability uh, building. You use your internal line manager, combine change management, leadership development, and talent management data, combine that together. And so you can build a cadet of leaders and a cadet of internal people that will remain in the system to continue to become what we call ever-changing organization. So those of you who can't afford consultant, for goodness sake, start do this approach because this is the best way to save money. Mm. And it also will have a wide engagement. People will not just buy in, by the way, never say buy in, but they will own and commit to the change if they are allowed to play a part. Brilliant, thank you. And part of that ever-changing system is that a number of our NHS organisations are going through mergers and acquisitions and uh, changing the way the system looks. What kind of main influences and skills do you think OD practitioners can offer to that changing landscape? Um, because our core theory is system theory, and so merger and acquisition is actually a very common topic for us because whenever you want two departments to work well, there's a number of processes that you have to create a third identity. And when you actually have two hospitals come together, there's a lot of both hard backroom work, meaning you join up the system process pro uh, uh, of design in the front room work. You need to help people to manage the transition, the loss of identity, how they go through the neutral zone, and how they can co-construct a new beginning. And so you need to do identity work and intrapersonal level. You need to do interpersonal work. You need to do intergroup work. You need to do interorganization work. And most of all, you need to kind of really have also the back room very firmly established. So the tidy work, the what we call the traditional change management work are done well. But you never sacrifice the front room because it's a front room dictate whether people will buy into this new identity. Thank you. Um, now you've contributed huge amounts to the world of OD and uh, I just wonder what your hopes are for the future of OD. I, I just want to say just imagine in this room you have 50 people and you have 600 people in the network or 800. Just imagine if each of these agents go back to, them, to their organization, home in their, their helping behavioral skill, work through their own kind of self as an instrument, know the techniques, the different level of techniques, and own up their voice, don't gag themselves voluntarily, and speak their value to the leaders, and make the, the leaders see them as a desirable commodity, and they just imagine, you know, what that will do to organization. So I just think, want to say to the 50 of you, go for it. Um, put your value into your work and long hungry for impact, triple the impact you currently have, and then work collaboratively to test ideas and always move NHS to be where it should be, which is the staff will be happy and motivated, the patient will get first class care. 
and the clinician will have their ego dented a little bit. <laughs> thank you very much. Um, we're delighted that you were our first guest. Thank you so much, Mian. And, uh, and thank you to everyone who's here with us today. Thank you to everyone who's contributed to our work. Uh, we'll continue to do amazing things uh, with you together. And we want you to tell us what you've heard in the podcast that's been helpful. Uh, if there's something that you think we've missed, or if there's something you'd like us to work on, then do get in touch. You can email us at do.od at nhsemployers.org or tweet us at nhse underscore do od. That's it. We're done. Well done, everyone. Thank you so much for being a great audience. Thank you so much for coming today. That's it. Thank you. Goodbye.